Welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. I created this podcast because I understand that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience on a journey to learn more, discover a deeper, more meaningful purpose in our lives, our why. I will be interviewing some of the most accomplished individuals in the world that have achieved a high level of success and have learned how to maintain it. I will also be sharing my stories and insight as part of my more than 10-year relationship with a monastery as a former NFL running back, thought leader, and author. And so now, let's elevate together. What's up, everybody? This is Prince Daniels Jr., and welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. You know, today, I want to talk about your inner gift, the jewel that's within. See, a lot of people really don't know about it because we've been distracted by so many external things. But during my time at the monastery, what I learned was when you take the time to look within, then you discover your inner G, your I-N-N-E-R capital G, your inner gift, your inner greatness. So once upon a time, there was this powerful king And this king was exceedingly wealthy and rich and successful. And one day he thought to himself, you know, because my life is so full, I think I want to take a pilgrimage. And see, normally when he would travel anywhere, his servants would carry him on a palanquin, you know, which is like a carrying device where Chinese emperors were carried whenever they wanted to go to a certain destination. They never walked. They were just carried there. And so he decided that he wanted to walk today. And he also had this bright idea that he was going to fast and abstain from water for whatever reason. So on the day of his pilgrimage, it was 110 degrees outside and 100 degrees in the shade. And because he wasn't accustomed to walking for long distance and fasting at the same time, he became quite hot in a short amount of time. And he kept thinking, you know, I would really like some water. But if I ask for water, my servants will not admire me. They'll look at me as being weak. So he continued walking. And somewhere around high noon, he came to the bend in the road and saw a pond of water. Oh, This was too much. You know, he could not contain himself. He took a couple of gulps, and then out of nowhere, his thirst took over him that he did not even ask his servants or tell them what was going on. He just immediately ran to the pond and scooped up the water in his palms and started drinking. And then he washed his face, and he tried to cool himself down. And in the midst of it, He had this crown on his head with so many jewels. And one of his fingers got caught up in the crown and plucked the jewel out of his crown. And it ripped it from his crown and it fell into the pond. Bloop. And it was one of his most precious jewels, which was passed down from generation to generation. It was called a crest jewel. And crest jewels are giant jewels. It's like the most 
perfect gems. You see, they have immense value. And the king, he immediately screamed to one of his servants as soon as it fell into the water. I have lost my crest jewel. Come and find it right now. A servant jumped into the water and started looking for her. The, the, the king screamed, and again, another servant jumped into the water. Come, let's go. Find my jewel right now. And see, when these two servants could not find his precious crest jewel, guess what? The other servant jumped into the pond to search for the king's treasure. Man, the king was looking at his servants in the pond. And he sat down, and he started lamenting out loud, like, my crest jewel, my, my most valuable possession, my most valuable gem, I've lost it. Servants, find that jewel right now. I don't care how long it takes. And as he was sitting out the corner of his eye, the king saw a little yogi walking down the street. <laughs> Immediately, the king had an idea. He thought to himself, oh, this, this yogi will help me. He called to the yogi, hey, yogi, hey, yogi, come over here. The yogi came, your majesty, how might I serve you? The king said, I've lost my crest jewel, my most precious jewel. The yogi said, oh, that's nothing. I can find it for you. Will you? Yes, it's no problem. The king thought that the yogi had given him the power to find his jewel. Therefore, the king jumped up and he started to run toward the water. But as the king stood up, the yogi requested, please sit down, your majesty. The king looked at the yogi and he sat down. The yogi said, the first thing you must do is order your servants to get out of the water. No, the king said, let them continue looking for the crest jewel while you help me find it. No, no, get them out of the water. That is a requirement, said the yogi. N no, no, no. Goodbye, your majesty. I can't help you if you will not listen to me. And as the yogi stood up and he started walking away, the king pleaded in desperation, please, please, that is one of my most precious jewels. Please sit back down and help me. The king decided to remove all of his servants from the pond. And at this point, the yogi pulled out a little book from his pouch. And at first, you know, the king was very excited thinking that it was a book of magic for finding lost objects. But then the king saw it was just a mysterious book with no words on the cover. He asked the yogi, are you going to read some magical chants or some affirmations and Make this jewel reappear? <laughs> the yogi laughed. No. Hearing this, 
The king ordered his servants back into the water. Yo, get back in the water right now. Again, the yogi calmly said, if they go back into the water, I leave. Again, the king ordered his servants to get out of the water again. And as the yogi sat down, he started reading from his mysterious book. He started reading out loud. And for a while, you know, the king became very interested in what he was reading. He became extremely fascinated by the words that were coming out of his mouth. And after some time, the yogi put the mysterious book away and he said, Now, your most precious jewel can be found. Surprised with the way that the yogi abruptly stopped reading, the king asked, Aren't you going to continue to read some more? No. Your most precious jewel awaits. Let's go look for it. They both stood up and they walked towards the pond. And because the yogi had been reading for quite some time, the mud in the water, which had been stirred up by the servants looking for the crest jewel, had had time to settle. The water was now clear. And as the yogi looked into the pond, he could see the fish swimming around. He could also see the footprints the servants had made. And in the clear, still water, he could see a little round hump of mud. The yogi said to the king, Look, you can see all that is in the water. You can even see the contour of the bottom of the pond. And from the mirrored surface of the pond, you can even see the sun above. He then reached into the water and pulled the hump of mud out of the water. It was the king's most precious treasure. It was his crest jewel. The yogi gave the king the jewel. He gave him praying hands and a bow. And he said, I'll see you later. Have a good one. And he walked away never to be seen again. Now, I want to highlight something about this story, how this story illustrates and the symbolism of the mind. You see, the mind is a pond and that crest jewel is our self-awareness that we have lost. And see, whenever we have a problem in our life, then we immediately throw our servants, which are like our thoughts and our emotions, in this pond. And we throw in our willpower as well. And then all of a sudden, we're trying to find something in this pond that has been stirred up. And see, these emotions, these thoughts, and this willpower are like the servants that activate and disturb the mind. So when we throw in more thoughts and more emotions arise, it only muddies the water more. A lot of times we get in a situation and we're told, just keep going. But sometimes it's okay to just sit for a little bit, grasp your thoughts, figure out what you're doing, understand what direction you want to go in, and then go in that direction. Look, 
I'm not saying to you, don't think or don't study. But what I am saying to you is that if you wish to find your most precious jewel, your self-awareness, you must be able to remove all the thoughts and emotions and the willpower that muddy up the waters of your mind. You know, give the waters of emotion time to settle. And in time, you will be able to see not only into the pond, but from the surface of the pond, you will also be able to see what exists above you, even if you are looking down. Oh, let me say that one more time. Give the waters of emotion time to settle. And then you will be able to see not only into the pond, but on the surface, you will also be able to see what exists above you, even if you are looking down. Look, we need to slow down so that we can become attuned to nature, which moves at a much slower pace. And we need to allow nature to quiet us because nature has energy. And when we can permit this to happen, our perception of everything becomes clearer on all levels. And then we have clarity instead of confusion. You see, you need to learn how to use your mind and cultivate the ability to turn it off. Hit that pause button on your emotions and keep it off. And then you should be able to acquire your mind at will so that you can enter into the depths of your self, your spirit, your soul. And that's when you learn how to tap into your inner G. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you know someone that can benefit from this episode, please make sure you share this with them. We're here to empower you, to educate you, and to give you the knowledge that these successful individuals have experienced so that you can embody their experiences and stories and apply it to your life and become the best version of yourself. My name is Prince. I'll see you for the next episode. Peace.